Welcome to the Observer Effect, a podcast of travel histories. Each week, we hope to bring you a conversation with someone we meet overseas, and at least one good story. Episode 55, Melted Ego, Sri Lanka, where Amin quit trance. Somewhere in the Alps, I met Amin, a Muslim trance DJ from Singapore. That is, until he traveled. For one last show. There's a lot to unpack in this story. To paraphrase Frida Kahlo, I hope the leaving was joyful and I hope he never returns. Can you describe yourself? Describe your appearance yeah. for the audience. Make make a picture of yourself for them. Oh, okay. Uh, I have this Southeast Asian look. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, you look somewhere in between like a Thai, like a Filipino guy, like a Myanmar guy. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm a Malay. Mm-hmm. So we look like that, this Southeast Asian look. Some of them have big eyes, but mostly we have small eyes, not the Chinese eyes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm tall and skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now getting uh, a little bit uh, fleshy after sitting kata for six months now. Before in Singapore, is you know quite life is quite tough, but yeah. kata is you know. Good life. I I don't know. Tell me, what do you mean? <laughs> Wait, first you said fleshy, kind of fleshy. Yeah, getting more fleshy. <laughs> okay, I I just want to add to the listeners. You don't look fleshy at all. <laughs> okay, so okay. I can't imagine you in Singapore before this. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So actually, within a month or two, I gained around ten kilos. Oh, wow, 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 <laughs> yes. that's a lot. Yes. You must have been really skinny, I'm yeah. sorry to say. Okay, yeah. wow, wow, wow. Amazing. So, so life is really good in Qatar? What, is, what do you mean? I, I've never been to Qatar. Mm, okay, like, uh, okay, I'm 29 this year, so 28 years been sitting in Singapore, mm-hmm. and uh, things are very fast. Mm. And, yeah, it's very, very fast. What do you mean by fast? The pace is fast, uh, service is fast. Whether you are studying or working, everything needs to be fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even traveling on escalator also, it's super fast. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The train escalator is, I, I was in the police force for you know the national service. Really? Yeah, I was... Uh, oh, oh, for the national service. Yeah, you mean the required... Yeah. Everyone... Yes, so I was in this uh, train unit. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a police unit, but just because of this terrorist attack, bombing in the train, so they have this special unit for train. So we need to learn everything about what's in, on the train, uh, train station. Wow. How fast the travelator move, and this kind of thing, where the camera shoot, and that kind of thing. So, I get to know that Singapore's travelator is the most fastest that, <laughs> you know, they want people to move fast, you know, everything yeah. is fast, everything. Yeah. 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 So, after I stayed in Qatar just for, like I say, few months, mm-hmm. everything really toned down, and 
you really get to chew your food properly, I think. <laughs> so you don't chew your food properly in Singapore? I can finish a meal, a rice meal, yeah. full plate, two plates maybe, in within 15 minutes, you know, this kind of body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that's how fast you can go. Yeah. Okay, so in Qatar you can really dig in. Yeah, you can chill like the camel, you know, go slow like the camel. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when, when I, whenever my friends in Singapore ask me how's that, like just just chilling like the camel here. Yeah. What 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 else can I say? No? Now I understand why the the camel are so chill because it's like this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, what did you do? You went from being a policeman to you said working in your father's after, company. After it was around. 21 to 23. Okay, okay. Then after which I uh, continue my studies. Mm-hmm. I took uh, some took this uh, diploma in multimedia. Mm-hmm. So after I've done with my studies, uh, luckily I got my first proper job mm-hmm. to be a uh, educator. Yeah. Yeah. Before this, I was uh, much more of a traveler and a party go. Mm. Like I told you, this is my first trip that I actually uh, uh, have a different way of uh, traveling. Yeah. Before this, like for the last 10 years, I've been traveling just to party. <laughs> just to party. And yeah, I was a DJ also. Ah, you traveled for music? Yeah. For playing shows? Yeah, for festivals and yeah. stuff like this. What are some of the places that you went? Uh, the nearest one, hmm. Malaysia, nearby. Okay. Uh, Indonesia, Bali, mm-hmm. uh, Thailand, mm-hmm. Cambodia, uh, Taiwan. Mm. Yeah, and the last one I went was Sri Lanka. Wow, for it to be a DJ uh, in Sri Lanka. Yeah, we, <laughs> we have a. They have a. Trans festival, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this year they called me again and said, you know, I stopped everything about music. I, I, I think it's too much. Mm. Trans party is not so <laughs> healthy, you know, some ways, if mm. you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you know, basically, parties is not so healthy. You know? mm. Yeah, so when you are even if uh, trans party you know techno party this kind of uh, electronic music party mm-hmm. is really not healthy yeah it's really not healthy how so, so you mean just not sleeping or like you're not sleeping and of course you are taking things you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you are dj there's there's no uh, no, no no excuse or what kind of yeah you can you can push but you know yeah. drinks and stuff like that. Yeah, after I think five years being a DJ, I quit drinking actually. Because, yeah, it's not good for the mind, but uh, I try to take, like, no chemicals. You know? try yeah. not, no, no chemicals. Yeah. Yeah, I took, like, even the organic stuff, but after some time, your mind become, you know, trashy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I think I, I, I decided and I stopped everything. Was there a moment? Was there a trauma? Did something happen that made you stop? Uh, no, I just come to realize that this mm, life is much more beautiful than just doing this. You know? 
Yeah. So you think you'll never do that again, or it's? Mm, I've tried before. Then uh, because of the influence I have, uh, like uh, the friend is still around, everybody is still doing it and stuff like this. Uh, after a year and a half, I came back, but I wasn't like full, full with everything. I just love the music actually. Until today, I stop. I stop the music also, but I still love it. Honestly, I still love it. But I just tell to myself, uh, if I start with the music again, you know, I will, you know, meet my friend and like to talk. I can. When I go to festival, I don't really talk about. Uh, like what we talk about, yeah. I only talk about music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can talk about music for hours and hours. Nothing about me or anything else. Just about music. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I, I just love the music so much. Kind of, yeah. Can you describe what is so appealing about the music? Or maybe first, can you describe the, the type of music? Like, is it, it might be strange, but can you translate it into words? Like... Uh, it's okay. what, what is beautiful about the music, or how how would you describe what it sounds like? Okay, uh, have you listened to trans people? I have, I have, yeah. but I I'm curious what words okay. you would put okay, it in. But 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 this is not the uh, commercial trans that you hear like Armin van Buren that kind of stuff. Not that kind of thing. Okay. It's uh, psychedelic trans. Okay. So, usually, uh, when I travel to play all the, uh, this festival, they are not in clubs. They are you know, somewhere around here. Yeah. That's why, for me, still I'm still comfortable with this kind of location because I really love. So can, can you describe where we are really quick for the the audience? We are like uh, somewhere up in the mountains. I think. <laughs> <laughs> my my. Uh, my uh, Austrian friend say you will feel the mountain power. <laughs> the mountain power. Yeah. So basically, these are yeah. my uh, psychedelic friends because you know we have the we we have this committee around the world. You know? Yeah, yeah. So when we are out in the nature and you listen this kind of thing, it's so different when you listen in your home with your iPod or even you have fantastic uh, sound system at home. It's totally different when you listen up in the mountains or in the jungle, in the forest. It's totally different. Why? Why? How? Put words to that. Uh, okay, basically, this genre mm. has uh, a lot of sub-genres. Mm. And the festival can go on like uh, three days non-stop music, a minimum. Uh, five days non-stop music. So, daytime, we play a daytime music, but it's still psychedelic, you know. Mm. And you can feel the morning essence of the music, mm. and night time you can feel the darkness of the music, you know, mm. that kind. And uh, one of my favorite uh, artists, mm. he says this music can melt your ego. Melt your ego. Melt your ego. Mm. And yeah, the last time I, he really melts all the ego. Like I don't know how to explain, but if you experience it, you will feel your. Somehow your ego is melted, is full melted, yeah. And <coughs> so this music has an effect on you. It changes you. Yeah, it changes me a mm. lot, mm. a lot. For the good, it sounds like. Can we? For the good, it it improves you. It sounds like. Mm, yeah, he give me a different. I don't know. He give me.
before I was quite a temperamental person. Mm. But after I'm into this music, somehow I, you know, I'm so mellow and you know, I can communicate better. <laughs> but then after I leave the music, I know where I can bring myself to, you know. And yeah, we are getting aged, so you know, that kind of thing. Do you think the music brought you to this realization, this idea yes. that you're at now? For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Do you see a connection between music and education? I'm curious. Music and education, you know, education is just education, it's just mm. knowledge. Mm. I before I become teacher, I actually taught my friend how to be a DJ. Mm. Quite a number of my friends, I taught how to be a DJ. And during that process of teaching, I just love the process mm -hmm. of teaching and understanding. Mm. That is where I came to a point to teach something way better yeah. than you know, make, doing music and people get trashy and you know, that kind of thing. So that's why I start uh, to uh, apply a uh, job as a teacher, you know, educator. So when I get my first job, the first proper job as a teacher, I was very, very glad you know, I can uh, share whatever I have yeah. to, to people and in a better way. Mm. Not like the trash you. <laughs> yeah, 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 even though some people like music, but if you come to think about it, uh, really just lose your mind and that's about it. No, they can't yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you say melt the ego, you're not talking about that kind of lose your mind thing. It's something different. It, uh, it, it melts you in, uh, like for from the inside, you know, yeah. your mind and your whatever, I don't know, it really, it's a mind-altering music actually, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a mind-altering music, so, I, I, I don't know how to explain this because, um, you have to experience this. It's, it's a trick question, I think you can't put it into words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you cannot put it into words. Yeah. You cannot put it into words. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise it wouldn't be necessary, right? <laughs> and wow. Yeah, when, when, like I say, when, when uh, you know you download from uh, Bandcamp or that kind of thing and you listen, it's totally different when, you, when he played for you live in this kind of... I was like, bang, this is, this is what he's talking about all this time, you know? Yeah. yeah. What does it feel like to be a DJ causing that mind altering in people? Like? Okay, uh, for what I feel personally, uh, is how, uh, what you want to, okay, uh, how can I put this? Okay, for my 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 set, you know, mm -hmm. okay, uh, one hour, two hour, three hour, it doesn't matter. We usually I have a story for it. How I want to tell the story. I love this. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so before I started off with you know very melodic kind of, so a bit cheesy, and as years go by, I start to understand that how to make people trip on this music, you know, mm -hmm. and bring them as far as possible. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I played some uh, daytime music before, and after some time, I start to play forest music. Mm. 
So basically you can hear whatever here, yeah. but it's full foresty and it really pounds you into the forest. Mm. Then after years goes by and even until today, the music is evolving and it's getting faster. Mm. Up to like 200 BPM. Mm. You have listened to drum and bass before? Mm. Drum and bass is 180 BPM. Wow. And that's fast, right? Yeah. But now this music is playing. Uh, the subgenre is called high tech to psycho. Mm. It's playing 200 to 220 to 40. The last one I played, I couldn't, I couldn't even, uh, I couldn't even take it for myself when I uh, <laughs> first started playing. Yeah. I was playing uh, 170 to 200 and really pounds me and I think that is why I come to a point that after this range of BPM, I think I don't want to play with this kind of music anymore. It's uh, too much. Yeah, it's too much and the trip is gonna be just like, it's full high tech music. Yeah. Yeah, it's full high tech music. So yeah. yeah. So you try to bring people on a a trip, you say? Yeah, yeah. music yeah we have some progressive music in psychedelic trance you will see people like really um, dancing bubbly all that kind of thing but dark music people feel more inside mm. and minimal movement mm. people don't really dance so much but it keeps holding you yeah yeah yeah, yeah so uh, so you usually start off like uh, the last one I start was something like feel very old school dark music mm-hmm. and then we bring something more experimental mm. and as the BPM getting faster we play something more high tech mm. so it bring you like uh, from the old era mm-hmm. to the new age era the, the new age psychedelic music so mm. people will feel like it's a time traveling uh, story, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, we, yeah, we play uh, very dark music. Mm. Then uh, after that, oh, why? Okay, I don't remember. Uh, I say that I plan to make this as my last set, mm. and then so I try to make it like whatever I come before this, mm-hmm. and. Towards the ending, what I want to end my my time being a DJ mm-hmm. for what I listen. So I think all the uh, even though it's a new music, but the 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 mood is still the old school mood and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, well, so trying to say that 
from where I start with this dark music, this is where I end with this dark music. You know, mm, mm. to to the to the to the core of the dark music which is playing around two hundred to twenty around that kind of thing. Mm. And uh, yeah, I I I I don't bring to uh don't really like to play uh, too much thrashing in the mind mm-hmm. and people don't enjoy you know yeah so, so i like to play something much more atmospheric so even though it's dark and fast and it's atmospheric people still can play around with it and you know yeah yeah, yeah. because uh, nowadays when they are playing around this range 200 it's just thrashing thrashing that's about yeah yeah, yeah. best show that you traveled to? I think the last one was the best one. It was in January this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've only stopped for six months or seven months now? Yeah, because I plan to make it the last one for... I started off 2006. So this is 2016. Ten I years. Wow. wow. Even actually, uh, this year, now, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be in Portugal playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I, I I told my friend, no, no, I can't. Do you miss it? Mm, I only miss the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, for the festival atmosphere, I don't need it. Because basically, even though you, for me, for myself, uh, I don't know about others, maybe people like to socialize and during festival, but for me, when I come to festival, I don't really speak to people also mm. because I come for the music. Yeah. Yeah. So the music is talking to me, not the people. Yeah. So when um, when I came here, I say I come here to cycle and to enjoy nature. So basically, if uh, I put, I set my mind what I came for. So that's yeah. about it. If I get what I get, then that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because people for me. Uh, not everybody can please and you know sometimes and this kind of uh, festival some people have bad trip and you know the communication not good so I I don't really care yeah, yeah, know? yeah. I know uh, everybody paid to travel and you want to enjoy yourself so for whatever be you know some people drunk or whatever let them mm-hmm. you know, we come to enjoy the music enjoy if uh, people want to come to you with kindness and that kind of thing, then we go with that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we cannot think too much about people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what made the last show so special? Uh, the last show... Why was it so good? Because... Uh, and, and where was it? Sri Lanka. Oh yeah, that's right, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so, uh, because... Uh, Actually, I didn't get to pay for that festival itself, but due to I'm traveling with my friend, he get to play. Mm. He shared with me this uh, this slot. Mm. But before, uh, it's actually like uh, we started off from KL for New Year. Mm. So we played New Year party in somewhere around Malaysia. Mm-hmm. In some, you know Dato? Dato? Mm-hmm. Dato is like... Uh, 
someone that you have status Datuk and Datin Datuk is for men Datin is for the lady okay. in Malaysia yeah. if you have this status means you are somewhere there mm. so some Datuk have a piece of land which is so called private that kind of thing you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so my friend get to pay them because in Malaysia you can't do this it's a Muslim country yeah yeah so uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing you're not I am. you are I am. okay I shouldn't have assumed. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we get this space. We started off there, and two of us traveling. My first festival, two thousand six, was with this guy. Mm. Oh, it's perfect. Yes. Circle. And we never get to play together. Ah. Never. So, uh, when our first, uh, when we travel to KL, we some somehow talk about it, no. So we give a try out in uh, Malaysia. Mm. So we played around five hours set. Mm. Two of us play five hours music. Usually we get to play one hour or one and a half. Or some good shows they give us two hours. But five hours you can't get unless you are some somewhere there. Some, yeah. But somehow because uh, the rest of them are Malaysian and mm. we are Singaporean, so they give us this this yeah. opportunity. So yeah. Okay, why not? So after playing, he said to me, "Okay, why not in Sri Lanka? Uh, with whatever time we want, you share. With, we we share, mm. you know. Anyway, we we never played together before. He said, okay, why not? So in Sri Lanka festival, we played one hour. We play verses, mm. uh, like back to back. And lucky enough, for the after party, we get to play one hour each. So we." play one after another mm. but we combine that one hour one hour to two hours and we play and the rest of the people get to play one hour like like we also get one right. but it's just that you no know, but uh, after one hour the story end and new story new story you don't really feel it so when the two hours we get to play together it really kicks in and yeah, yeah. And yeah. I I actually uh, for the last two tracks I was crying <laughs> <laughs> I was my friend didn't know that I have this intention in mind, but then I was you know having these tears and he 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 don't even know and you know, uh, but in my heart I I I say to myself my friend this is gonna be the last time we'll be sharing the deck together. You know? <laughs> That's making me emotional. That's beautiful. <laughs> Thanks so much to Amin for sharing his story. We met in Haus Sonnenek in Fugen, Austria. So a special thanks to Aliska for bringing good people together there. Go back and listen to Ori's story in episode 30, The Narrow Road to the Deep North, about his exploits in Norway, which I still think is the best story on the Observer Effect. It was recorded there at Haus Sonnenek in Austria. And also Hitoshi, who is still traveling around the entire world with his wife and two little girls. Episode 32, The Dream. I first saw Amin on a tiny fold-up bike fighting the slopes and knew I had to interview him too. 
Little did I suspect what a treasure of a story he had. A special thanks to Dana Boulay for her music for the intro and outro. And this week I used music clips from Bochamp, the techno snippet 112 beat masher. And I'll need Tak and Moonshot's extended mix by Moonshot. And also Gating Technique Supersaw Waveform by DJ Nebula. You can find links to these clips on our webpage. Thank you for listening. Yes. Love it. The creator of all things. <laughs>